Welcome to the Thought Leader Revolution with Nikki Ballou. Join the revolution. There's never been a better time in history to speak your truth, find your freedom, and make your fortune. Each week, we interview the world's top thought leaders and learn the secrets of how they built a six to seven figure practice. This episode has been brought to you by eCircleAcademy.com, the proven system to add six to seven figures a year to your thought leader practice. Welcome to another exciting episode of the podcast, The Thought Leader Revolution. I'm your host, Nikki Ballou. And boy, do we have another exciting episode lined up for you today. Today's episode is Thought Leader Nugget number 52. And it is an excerpt from my best-selling book, The Power of Connecting, How to Activate Profitable Relationships by Serving Your Network. And the title of today's episode is Why Connect? All is not lost, though. We can still create meaningful connections in the age of digital distraction. The global pandemic of 2020-2022 has shown us that we are all social beings that crave and need connection. As a business person, this is more important to you than to the members of the general public. Remember, your business exists to help people to solve problems for them that they're unable to solve on their own. The only way to gain their trust so that they will consider doing business with you is to connect with them and connect with them deeply. This doesn't mean that you need to forge friendships with every customer, but it does mean that they need to sense that you care about them, their problems, and making their lives better by solving those problems. Within BNI, there is a model they have called giver's gain. That's giver's gain. What does it mean? Simple. It means that you as a giver will gain by giving. It's like the message from the famous movie, Pay It Forward, starring the infamous Kevin Spacey. In that movie, a young boy began a whole movement of people giving to others selflessly. And through that giving, energetically attracting more giving to everyone. And that includes you, yourself. And in that movie, that included that boy himself. Dr. Ivan Meisner, the founder of BNI, always says that first you need to give before you earn the right to receive. Building a community that is predicated on supporting one another is an absolutely new paradigm. Imagine betting your chances of growing your business on someone else's success. This is not an intuitive concept. You need to understand how relationships actually work. This give-to-gain philosophy is a true understanding of the natural ebb and flow of relationships in life and business. And when the entire network of people in it adheres to it, the results can be startling. It's not actually a revelation. It is more a realization that others can actually want you to succeed. What a concept. Imagine that me wanting you to win is the surest way of making sure that I win. This builds a level of engagement that fuels a cyclical loop of winning that keeps going and going. B and I realize quickly that if I'm the only winner, then the cycle will stop. But if the whole team wins, then our success is perpetuated and accelerated. Trust is the key. Once trust is established, everyone feels safe to engage and give 100%. 
This creates a virtual cycle of success, which we call the proactive support network. There's nothing more powerful than multiple business people helping each other succeed. In other words, the power of connecting. Frankly, this is very important for all business owners to understand and practice. One, it makes you a good human being and puts you in favor with your creator. That's a good thing. Two, it shows people around you that you don't stink of commission breath and that you really want to help others, which makes it more likely that they'll consider doing business with you. Three, it's just good long-term business thinking. A business with a reputation, a brand of being helpful to others will be seen as a resource by other businesses and potential customers and becomes far more likely that they will refer new business to you via word of mouth. It helps you build your business network and helps you be seen as top of mind when people come across others who need the sort of help that you provide. In BNI, they teach all new members these concepts and they hammer home the message that as a business person, you want to become the go-to resource for the people around you. This is a quote directly out of the BNI mission statement. Success in BNI means you need to be a positive and supportive member of an organization based on mutual support. This requires commitment to your fellow members as well as to the philosophy of giver's gain. By giving business to others, you will get business in return. I believe in this ethos very strongly. I was a longtime member of BNI, but there's more to why we need to connect in business than this. Connecting is important because you can proactively increase the size of your network with a very deliberate step-by-step -step program that I've created, which is called, oddly enough, the power of connecting. In building your network, you need to gravitate toward those businesses that go after the same clients that you do. The principle known as the contact sphere explains how many businesses serve the same end user client. When you understand your client's needs and who other than you can also serve them, you can better identify which types of companies you need to connect with and build your network through. These are the connections that you need to propel your business forward faster and easier than you would ever be able to do with conventional marketing methods like advertising. To make this work, you need to be careful to engage with collaborative companies, not competitive ones. For example, if you're a florist, you can establish good relationships with a wedding photographer or a funeral home, but not necessarily with another florist. The truth is that as important general networking and connecting are, if they're not done with the right intention, they don't necessarily help you grow your business and add to your revenue and profit. After all, we're all good capitalists here, and we're in business to make a profit by helping people. It's very important not to lose sight of that. Revenues and profits are a good and wonderful thing. They allow you to have the resources to serve your family and the people and causes that you care about. And yes, to take care of you and pamper yourself. Okay? I love collecting things like books. Pens, knives, yes, knives, I love knives. And my success has allowed me to indulge in my passions. Now, what are your passions? What would you do if you were able to use the power of connecting to grow your business and optimize your success? Would you buy your dream home? Would you go on a vacation of a lifetime and fly first class or even buy a private jet? Would you buy your spouse or your kids something they've always wanted? It's time for you to dream a little and let the energy of your dreams flow through you and animate your actions. 
President Ronald Reagan, the 40th president of the United States, and certainly the greatest president of my lifetime, once said that there's no limit to what you can accomplish if you don't care who gets the credit. Famed motivational speaker Zig Ziglar put it like this. You can get everything you want if you can help enough other people get what they want. Now, I know I messed up the accent, but I just love Zig's accent. This philosophy is at the heart of the power of connecting. You need to begin with an intention, and that intention is to grow your network and your business. In fact, you need a very powerful and specific target for both. How many great new contacts do you want to connect with in the next 30 days? How much revenue do you want to add to your business's top and bottom line in the same time period? The more specific your goal is, the better. And you need to feel your goal like it's already happened. The vibration of your goal, as though it were real, will help magnetize it towards you. That's one of the keys to the power of the law of attraction. Next, you need to take action. That's been something missing from many of the teachings about the law of attraction. Mark Von Muser, my friend and mentor, my brother from another mother, a legend in the heart-based selling space, says that you need to take intelligent, inspired action every day. Without it, it's impossible to attain any of your goals, let alone those goals that are a stretch. You can't just create an intention and then let it drop, waiting for some power to just drop it in your lap. Act now. Remember. The connecting business is at its core a people business. The person you're connecting with or the one you're connecting to someone else is someone's son or daughter, husband or wife, father or mother. They're someone's hero. Someone loves and cares about them very much. There are those who they love and care about very much. They have hopes, dreams, and aspirations that are very important to them and they have fears and insecurities that are very real to them. They have tragedy and triumph just like you have and they have likely been taken advantage of in life, love, and business, just like you have. They're opening up a bit of their heart in this journey of connecting, hoping that it will have been worth it, but they're also nervous that they might get hurt in some ways. If you come from a space of what Mark calls the three C's, caring, compassion, and concern, then you might reach them and you might make them feel like they're doing the right thing by connecting with you. I wrote this book for you because I believe you're a good person with a desire to serve and help others. I want to spread goodness and light in the world because at the end of the day, the world needs more goodness and light and less fear and darkness. Business at the dawn of the 21st century has changed. People no longer just want to buy a product or service. They want to know that the companies that they choose to do business with are moral, ethical enterprises that put caring about people at the center of their brand. My firm eCircle Inc. and my flagship eCircle Academy program puts love and heart leadership at the center of its brand. I coined the term heart leadership because I believe it's time for heart-driven businesses to shine and grow by boldly proclaiming their belief and desire in serving the greatness of the human spirit. Our heart leader is someone who's a thought leader that leads from the heart. They're purpose-driven. They thought about and articulated their why very deeply and clearly. They're in business to help a particular group of people who in at least one area of their life are suffering and in pain. So far, this group has been unable to overcome and solve that problem that is causing them suffering and pain once and for all. They have a passion, they have a calling to help alleviate and end the suffering for this particular group of people. And they put this desire, this belief at the heart of all their marketing and messaging. I learned this by studying two of the greatest heart leaders of all time, Steve Jobs and Elon Musk. When Jobs returned to Apple, 
He realized that Apple lost its way. It no longer stood for anything meaningful and important, and its followers were bereft as a result. Jobs took immediate action to rectify this. He had a very famous internal marketing meeting with some key members of his staff that was thankfully recorded and saved for posterity. In this meeting, Jobs said that Apple was one of the half a dozen most iconic and best brands in the world, but that its messaging was confused and nobody knew what it stood for anymore. He then boldly and clearly stated Apple's purpose, which was a belief that people with passion can and do change the world, and in fact, they're the only ones who do, and that Apple exists to serve and inspire them along in their journey to do that. He then launched what became the most famous ad of the last 25 years, the iconic Think Different ad narrated by the immortal actor Richard Dreyfuss, star of the movie Jaws. That ad changed my life. That ad spoke to my soul. It made me realize that I, too, was here to serve the brave men and women who had decided to pursue their dreams and become entrepreneurs. E-Circle, my company, exists to help the men and women who want to make a difference to change the world through making their dreams come alive. And the great philosopher Howard Thurman said it best, don't ask what the world needs, ask what makes you come alive and go do it because what the world needs is people who've come alive. In 1997, the year Steve Jobs returned to Apple, its revenues were $7 billion. By 2018, its revenues had climbed to $265 billion. That's a 35-fold increase in revenues. In contrast, Dell Computers had $7.8 billion in revenues in 1997. They were ahead of Apple. In 2018, its revenues were $78 billion. Now, both companies are great companies who provide great products and services to the marketplace. But Dell, rightly or wrongly, has always been perceived as a computer company, another one of many that are in an increasingly commoditized business, primarily there to make money. Apple, rightly or wrongly, has always, but especially since Steve Jobs returned in 1997, been perceived as something more than that. It's been perceived as a company on a mission, a company that is driven by a purpose larger than mere dollars and cents. And ironically, that is why it has become the most valuable company in the world. That's the essence of heart leadership. Elon Musk leads three companies, Tesla, SpaceX, and SolarCity. In the case of all three of these brands, they're perceived by the market as being about more than making money. Tesla wants to change the way people drive cars to help end the use of fossil fuels and usher in an era of electric cars. That has captured the imagination of the public and has had buyers flock to its showrooms to buy and gawk at its cars. They, like Apple's products, are boldly designed bleeding edge, and super cool. SpaceX is about taking people to Mars. Elon Musk is nothing if not bold in his thinking and a man who wants to push the boundaries of what is possible for humanity. And though he's a billionaire, he doesn't seem to really care for possessions too much. He's gotten rid of most of what he owns and he's focusing his efforts on making his company's missions and purpose come to fruition. Why are so many people enamored with Tesla, SpaceX, and Solar City? Because they see our world as one that is deeply troubled, wounded even, and they feel that the human race is taking actions that are damaging our shared environment. They're suffering over this. Many people feel anxious about the state of the environment and they legitimately feel that many large corporations, governments are not overly concerned about this and will do no more than pay it lip service. But that's not true of Elon Musk and Tesla. They can see that this man really cares and has put that caring at the center of his company's brand. Everything about Tesla and how it does business loudly shouts that we're here to help save the planet's environment. 
and the people that care about the environment to the point that they're suffering and in distress over its current condition see Musk and Tesla as one of the few companies that really, truly give a damn and want to make a real and lasting difference. And that is why they flock to buy from him and them. Elon Musk is so well regarded that Iron Man 3 director John Favreau modeled Tony Stark after him. You can't buy publicity like that. You earn it when who you are is so clear to the world that they come running to you. That's the essence of heart leadership. Elon's brand, and therefore that of his companies, has evolved into one of wanting to change the world by preserving what matters most to us as humans at the level of our soul, namely our freedom and our natural habitat, the environment of the planet we all live on. There's no question in our minds that Tesla will go from strength to strength due to the stand that Musk has made. Even more people will flock to its showrooms and buy and gawk at its beautiful cars. More people will want to work at Tesla than ever before, and it'll attract ever more investors to its stock. So how can this apply to you and your business? That's a great question. To answer it, you need to go within. Besides earning a living, why are you in business? What is the purpose of your business besides making a profit? Every heart leader has thought about this question deeply. For me, the answer is simple. I want to strengthen the free enterprise system and keep socialism at bay. And in order to do that, I have a commitment to help create a billion new millionaires. I love getting people paid. It juices, jazz, and enthuses me. I believe that good people with a sincere desire to make a difference deserve to learn how to do that and make a wonderful amount of money in the process. I've helped a dozen people do this so far, so I got a long way to go before I achieve my purpose. But that's a good thing because it means that my purpose is still strong within me and I also know there's no way I'm going to do this by myself. No man can accomplish such a huge task, but maybe this speaks to you. Maybe you can be one of the key members of my tribe, inspiring others to take on this purpose and help turn it into a reality. A billion millionaires. Okay? What's your purpose? Take a moment now and jot it down, either on paper in the old-fashioned way or digitally on a device or computer in the new-fashioned way. For it to truly have the power to move you forward, your purpose needs to be bigger than yourself. In a way, it's like a cause or a movement. When Apple burst onto the scene in the early 80s with the Macintosh, it was more than a computer company. It was a cause. Its fans were evangelists for its products in a way that PC users never were. In fact, there, were, there was someone who worked for Apple back in the day, Guy Kawasaki, whose title was product evangelist. And he went around finding people who were fans of the Mac and energizing them to help the company spread the word. Now think about who it is that you intend to help through fulfilling on your purpose. Who's the beneficiary of your efforts? Who is it that animates your vision and breeds life into it? For me, it's you, the entrepreneur. To me, you're society's greatest hero. You have the courage to dream and go after that dream. And because of your courage, our economy and our world moves forward. You create jobs both directly and indirectly through employees and contractors, as well as by supporting your vendors and suppliers. Your products and services help others solve problems that are important to them and make their dreams and aspirations come alive. Now, I've written a poem in your honor, which I've published elsewhere, but it's worth reproducing here. My ode to you, the entrepreneur. I'm here to serve the most heroic person in our world, the small business entrepreneur. This one's for you, for having the audacity to dream and the courage to follow it, for having the belief to share your dream and the enthusiasm to keep sharing it, for having the tenacity to persist in spite of all the obstacles and the fortitude to forge ahead for listening to all the naysayers respectfully, 
and taking their doubts as motivation to fuel your fire for wanting more and better for yourself than society tells you you can have for creating jobs so that other families can survive and thrive, for innovating and creating, making our world a better place, and for doing all this while being vilified by the small-minded, insecure villains who make false claims about your intentions. You, my friend, are a hero, and I salute you. Wow. All right, that wraps up today's incredible episode of the Thought Leader Nuggets, Why Connect. If you enjoyed this, share it with someone who needs to hear this message. And do yourself a favor. Do something good for yourself. Do something to strike a blow for you today. And make sure that you do something to move your freedom and move the freedom of all the rest of us ahead. None of us is as smart or as strong or as committed as all of us. And freedom is our natural birthright. We all need it. Make sure you are taking steps to show that you're a committed champion for freedom. Until next time, goodbye. This episode has been brought to you by eCircleAcademy.com, the proven system to add six to seven figures a year to your thought leader practice.